Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to The Lisa Pizik Show, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially and live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizik. All right, Lisa Pizik here. And in this episode, I want to talk about five questions that you can ask yourself when you're doing your weekly review. Now, if you're a business owner, if you're a mom, if you're a wife, if you're a dad, you're pursuing something, the bettering of your business, the bettering of your body, the bettering of a situation, you have to evaluate and review your progress. I think we get into this trap where we start looking for answers from other people. We start asking other people, what do you think about this? Do you like this? Should I do this differently? Did I handle that right? And there's certainly nothing wrong with going to people you know and you like and you trust and you love and asking their opinion. But you are your greatest teacher. You maybe just don't believe it. You have all of the assets that you need, all of that belief inside of you, you just have to recognize it. And what I see a lot of people doing, what I was victim of, was being a little bit of a hoarder of information. So that's that fear that sets in when you're pushing for a new goal or you're doing something different and you feel like you're not enough. You feel like you don't know enough or you don't have enough. And two years ago when I decided to really pursue my online coaching, my brand coaching, my business coaching, my health coaching, I felt like a little bit of the imposter syndrome. And I felt like I don't know enough or I haven't been in the industry enough or I'm not a big, you know, best-selling author or I haven't keynoted on stages. And I went into this mode where I was listening to every podcast, every guru, you know, voraciously reading books, like a book a day, you know, two or three books a week, wasn't sleeping just trying to learn and learn and learn and learn and learn. And I didn't need to learn anymore. I needed to learn a little bit. And then I needed to go take action. And I needed to go implement. And I needed to trust myself that I had all the tools necessary to succeed. And what happened was I never, I never really made a significant impact because I was too busy learning instead of actually implementing and doing. So I think it's really important for you to, to recognize where are you at in this learning and this implementation journey? Or like, did you get your butt off the seat and go do? Or whatever that means to you is that, did you write that chapter of that book? Did you submit that pitch? You know, take some action. Action is your greatest teacher. And each week, I do what I call a Sunday review. So I try to unplug with my family. Um, you know, being completely honest, some weeks I'm great at it, and I completely shut off. Phone goes away in the drawer, running around, doing day trips. And other weeks, I fall back into old habits, and I'm working on it. And I know that I'm a work in progress, 
that I'm getting better at learning that it's okay to shut down and recharge and turn off. You know, other coaches will tell you they have that mastered. They're like ninja with that. That's an area that I still presently struggle. But this weekly review is what I've added into my routine to wake up, spend time with my family, have my coffee. Sometimes I get up before they're even awake and do this weekly review. Sometimes I take 10, 15 minutes. That's my quiet time. Do this. And then I put everything away. And I know that I'm done. And I let that sit. So you can do this review Monday morning, Sundays, every day. I mean, you can do it as much as you want to. But the key is that I really want you to be evaluating your actions. Because that is what's going to get you that momentum and get you that success that you want. So the first question of five that I ask is, what is the one thing that challenged me the most this week? Or if you're doing this sucker daily, what's the one thing that challenged me today? And notice I didn't say the word, the word struggle because I don't want you to focus on everything that sucks, everything that's hard things you're never going to be able to do. It's a challenge, meaning that you can win that challenge and you can beat that challenge. So change your struggles and start calling them your challenges. So what's the one thing that challenged me the most this week? Because there may be several things or people or environments or situations that came up that there, there were many, but what's the one thing that challenged me the most? Number two, the one thing that I need to release. The one thing I need to release. And I don't want to say lose or let go of because, again, when you lose something, you want to get it back. That's why I never say I lost weight. I say I released weight. I evicted weight. I got rid of weight. Because I didn't want that to come back, right? I got rid of negativity. I released doubt. I released fear. What's the one thing that you need to release? And most likely that's some sort of belief about yourself. But maybe not. Maybe it's a situation. Maybe somebody said something to you that made you upset. That's getting in your head about the work that you're doing or the person that you are or the plans that you set. Maybe you got to release a situation, a person, a thought, a thing. One thing you need, necessity, you need to release. Because if you don't, it will keep coming back up. Those patterns will continue in your life until you release it. And I started a practice, again, called an effort list, where literally anything that I knew I needed to release, I put on a sticky note, I put it on my desk, and on Sunday, I rip up that sticky note, throw it out in the garbage, it's gone. Number three, love this one. And this is the one sometimes I struggle with. One thing I'm proud of. What are you proud of this week? Gosh, you do so many good things. And our brain is wired to go to all the things that we didn't get done on our to-do list, all the things that we suck at. Like someone says, what are your weaknesses? You're so good at rambling and saying, you know, I'm not patient, I'm stubborn, I'm not good with technology, I'm not a good speaker, I haven't mastered live, you know, whatever it is that, that I can never wrote that book yet, I can't block my time, my time management sucks, I'm distracted. It's so easy to say all the things we suck at. What are you proud of? What did you do good this week in? 
I always say you've done good. What'd you do good with? What are you proud of? And maybe it's not even business related. Maybe it is, you know, for me that I put my phone in that drawer on Sunday and I truly spent the entire day with my family. Because I'll tell you, those days that I do that, I come back on Monday like a freaking weapon, ready to go, focused. So what's the one thing you're proud of? Maybe you finally wrote that blog post. You finally made that live video. Number four, one thing I could have achieved if I had more belief. Ooh, this is a question from Brendan Richard that I stole. So I got, I'm giving all the credit to him. I love this question. He asked this to us when I was at a mastermind with him. And that question, nobody had ever asked me that question before. And that was huge. One thing I could have achieved if I had more belief. Let that sit for a moment. One thing I could have achieved if I had more belief. You got to raise that belief in your brain, in your bones, in your body. If you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe in your business, if you don't believe in your product or your program, nobody else will. So what do you need to do to get more belief? I'm telling you, it's action. That's why I say, what do you need to do? Not what do you need to think? Not what do you need to go read? Not who do you need to go ask? What do you need to go do to get more belief? Because there's more to achieve. What's one more thing I could have achieved if I had more belief? That's a huge question. And then lastly, one thing I need to remind myself of. And these, for me, these are those affirmations that I build in. You know, when I first learned about affirmations, I thought they were very woo-woo and... I, just, I was a non-believer. And maybe, again, that was fear. That was protection. I was like, saying some words ain't going to change my reality. It did when I started doing it consistently. Yeah, the first couple mornings that I started saying some affirmations, I felt like I was a crazy person and people would laugh at me if they heard me saying it. But now they're every part of my being. And again, seeing those affirmations helps me take action and put out into the universe what it is that I want, who I want to be, how I want to show up. It's like that mental reminder of who you are and what you stand for. So one thing I need to remind myself, for me a lot of times, it's I am present, I am powerful, I have a voice, I matter, I'm enough. Maybe you need to remind yourself close the door so I can get some work done. Maybe it's setting some boundaries. Maybe it's, this is hard, but I'm, I'm tougher. This is tough, but I'm tougher. I'm going to get through this. This won't be like this forever. I see that a lot in this build year that my husband and I are launching two huge coaching programs and we're doing so much work for it like it's crazy we are up at 5 a.m we are you know putting our little guy to bed spending lots of time with him and then once he goes down it's like game on we're back to work and it's not going to be like this forever it's just because we're building something and we're so fiercely devoted to it that I have to remind myself when I'm up early when that alarm goes off 
It isn't going to be like this forever. It's going to be so freaking worth it at the end. So put in the work now. So what's one thing you need to remind yourself? And that's that. Those are my five questions in my weekly review that help me change my mindset, that gets me out of that hoarding and fear mode that I don't know enough or I'm not enough. And it's going to be really interesting when I look back at my journals with the answers to these questions, like when I'm 60 or 70, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, when I look back at this time, it's going to help me remember the legacy that I'm leaving. And I think everybody wants to leave a legacy and be known for something. People want to know at the end of their life. Me being a nurse, I've been with many people at the end of their life. They want to know that they made a difference, that they did good. And for me, this weekly review and those journals are my own self-documentary about it and a way to see your growth. You can look back at that one thing that challenged you the most and three weeks later, you're like, I defeated it. Raises the belief, raises the ambition. And that's what I want you to do. So five questions, weekly review. I do it on Sunday. You do it when it fits your schedule, but promise me that you will do it. You will try it. You will try it. You will try it this week. You will try it next week. You will try it the following week and you will see what comes up for you. If you want to know more about those coaching programs, bam, you head on over to www.lisapizik.com. Freedom Life Coaching. Hubby and I do everything from content, video creation, course creation, digital strategy, launching it, scaling it. We're a one-stop shop that takes you from beginning idea to out there making money, serving lots of people, having lots of impact, having lots of customers, living that freedom life that you want to live. So I'll see you over there and I'll see you again next time. You've been listening to The Lisa Pizek Show. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizek.com.